What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Evolving Bitch Podcast. This is episode three, y'all. I'm super excited. I'm having so much fun doing this, so I really hope you guys are enjoying it. I just need to get a couple things out of the way before we get into the nitty-gritty things. This is going to be an 18-plus episode. Obviously, I just need to say that for safety reasons, but if you are under the age of 18 and you are listening to this, uh, just consult your parents. Maybe get them to listen to it first. I'm just being super open and honest here. Second of all, to my family members, my brothers, I'm calling you out, my mom and dad, my auntie, grandparents, if they end up listening to this, you guys might want to stop it right here. Uh, Unless you want to get to know my alter ego, I like to call her Cherry. Cherry is going to talk about some really sexual things on here, so if you prefer to not know those things about me, then I would recommend stopping right here. Uh, But if you choose to move forward, great, and this could be very educational for you. (laughs) Okay, let's get into it. I have actually been sitting here, like, kind of nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I I don't speak about these things very openly. Well, I do with my friends, with my close friends. I I feel like my friends come to me me for advice a lot, Um, but... I, yeah, I don't know. It's been, I've been sitting here like mentally preparing myself, but I'm like, God, just do it. Just do it, Shelby. You're, you're fine. So let's, um, let's just fucking do it. I told y'all this was going to be a juicy episode, so I have to deliver the juice and that is exactly what I'm going to do. Juicy topic number one. We're full sending this bitch. Faking orgasms. Ladies, gentlemen, I am sorry that I'm about to ruin a lot of... I'm about to ruin it for you guys, for my, for my men out there. I can guarantee you almost all of the ladies that you have been with have faked an orgasm at least once, and that's completely normal. Uh, ladies, don't be ashamed of that, but let me give you some facts about this. I actually did some research about this because I've always been super, just like, this is just like so normal. I have, I know lots of people that come to me and they just... It just doesn't ever happen for them, and that's totally fine. But I hope that at least some of this advice that I'm about to throw out and some of these statistics make you feel a little bit better about it because, number one, you always want to be comfortable in the bedroom. I think for the longest time, um, I wasn't necessarily comfortable and I just wasn't enjoying sexual intercourse (laughs) as much as I should have been, and I needed to get to that realization very, very quick. So, yes, first of all, are you comfortable in the bedroom? And ladies, are you even comfortable with your own clitoris? Yes, I said the word clitoris. Clitoris, clitoris, clitoris. We all have one. You need to know where it is. I think one of the big, like, keys to... The biggest piece of advice that I could give any female out there listening to this right now is that you need to masturbate. I know a lot of people aren't necessarily comfortable with that, and that's totally fine, but you will get there. It's a slow transition. You gotta start somewhere. You need to masturbate, because if you don't know where your clitoris is, and if you don't know how it should feel, then what good are you doing for your partner in a situation where they would like to please you? If you have no idea what you like, and you have no idea what to like, be looking for, you're not gonna enjoy it. You should, everybody should enjoy sex. Sex is great. I recommend it, obviously, if you're of age, (laughs) and safe sex, but 
masturbate. Ladies, you need to masturbate because in the bedroom, I think you obviously alternate. You please your partner, they please you. Some people don't like to be pleasured and that's normal as well. Um, But you need to know what you like and what you don't like. You have to be very, very comfortable with yourself first. Otherwise, it's just really not going to be as enjoyable. It's, I mean, it's great to have, you could have sex and have no experience at all, but that's where you have to, that's where you start learning is obviously when you first start having sex and you're inexperienced. Um, also let's turn this into a little bit of a game. Every time I say the word sex, um, take a drink. (laughs) Um, yes. Okay. Masturbation. I talked about that. Uh, if you know what it's like, it'll be a lot easier Like, if you know what you're supposed to feel and how good it's supposed to feel, if you're comfortable with the person that you are sharing this intimate moment with, you can literally look at them and just be like, I try this. I want you to try this. Because at the end of the day, guys don't have a clitoris. They don't know what to do. They are judging this off of, one, either watching porn, which is fake as shit, Two, uh, past experiences, and I'm going to guarantee you that 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 woman also faked an orgasm. That woman or that guy also faked an orgasm. So just, you know what, bottom line, if you're not talking and if you're not comfortable with the person that you're having sex with, you might enjoy it a little bit. might feel great, but you're definitely not going to... You're definitely not going to orgasm, and I think everybody needs to know what that feels like. I'm like low-key sweating talking about this because, like I said, I don't really talk about this publicly and now I'm just putting myself out there and talking about it to a ton of strangers. I love that. Okay, um, next, next thing? Yes. Uh, the other thing is the goal isn't always to have an orgasm. Yes, it's great. If you can get there, but at the same time, that puts a lot of pressure on sex. I feel like if your partner is like constantly asking you, like, "Oh, does that feel good? Like, are you are you almost there? Are you gonna finish?" It automatically makes you feel pressured to finish. And if you're feeling pressured to finish, that is one of the big reasons that uh, women do fake orgasms because they want to please you. In that moment, they are. In their head, they're like, okay, he's wanting me to get there because he could do it at any point. So you you rush, you rush the process. And I don't think that's necessarily a good thing to do. But at the same time, it's not always the end goal. The end goal isn't always to have an orgasm. Sex feels great without it. It's just a whole another experience with it. So just don't force it, you guys. Um... The other thing is, sometimes us ladies fake it because, one, we feel pressured, yes. Two, it's maybe not as enjoyable as we thought it was going to be and we kind of just want it to be over. Three, you're tired. Two, like, maybe you're a little bit too drunk. Just, like, you know, stuff like that. Um, But what, if if you think about it, what good are you doing to your partner if you're making them believe that you're having like the most amazing orgasm of your life and it was all bullshit, you're then telling that guy or that woman that they are a great performer and that they, the next person that they're with, they're, they're going to do the same 
so-called tricks that they pulled on you thinking like they're a master at this shit and they're not because you just straight up lied you're faking and you're leading them to believe that they're great at something that they're really not so if you if you can if you're comfortable talk about it just say oh I don't I don't like that I want to try this trying new things is gonna really really give you like a good bank of things that you like and you'll have like the freedom to explore a lot of a lot of stuff when you know what you like and what you don't like um the other thing is I feel like there's a really big misunderstanding when it comes to sex. I think you and your partner, like, sometimes they try to outguess each other. Don't do that. Like, you have to get comfortable. I know that there's, like, lots of people have one-night stands, and I think that could be fun if you don't really care, and I think a lot of people do. That's totally normal. But at the same time, like, don't assume, don't assume you're a master. I don't think I'm a master at all. I just have no problem talking about it because I'm comfortable in the bedroom. And I know that can be like really hard, a really hard place to get to, but what's the worst? Like, honestly, tell me what's the worst that's going to happen. Like, yeah, there's going to be, you're going to go through some embarrassing shit in your life. There's, there's honestly no preventing that. It is going to happen. It happens to the best of us. That's where you learn a lot of things, honestly. So just be comfortable, you guys. If you're comfortable and you're confident, one, that's going to make your experience that much better. And two, that is going to make your partner's experience so much better. Do you know how attractive it is when you're having a moment with someone and they have no fucking chill. They are not nervous at all. They are just full confidence. Like that's the, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. But on the other hand, it's totally okay to not be confident. I know we will all get there at some point. Okay. Um, a little bit of statistics for you. Uh, one survey found that 26% of women fake their orgasms every single time they have sex. 26% of us, y'all. Men, I'm so sorry if I'm ruining it for you. That girl that you slept with last weekend and you think she had the greatest orgasm of her life, she's probably fucking lying to you. I don't want to crush your dreams, but I think it's the reality of things and you can't keep lying to yourselves. So yeah, 26% of women fake it every time they have sex. Other studies showed that 26 to 74% of women have faked an orgasm at least once in their life. That's pretty high. And on the other end of the spectrum, only about 11% of men fake orgasms. And a lot of the time that can literally be caused... um, by condoms because some people find that very restricting those those numbers to me are just like crazy crazy difference like 74 percent of women at least once yikes but I mean at the end of the day like there's usually a reason for it I don't think and I could be wrong I'm not just gonna assume that I know everything but I feel like a lot of the time your partner has a reason for doing it, whether it just be the the time of the day or the situation, um, or they just straight up, if you don't focus on it and you're just like, you've never had one before, you don't know what it feels like, you don't know what to look for, 
you just, you just, it'll never happen. I'm just, <laughs> it won't happen for you guys. You gotta, you gotta work on it. Do those Kegels, ladies. That's, I'm gonna tell you that right now. That's a, it's a big trick. Work on those Kegels. <laughs> um, I said that already. Oh my God. Let's talk about porn. Love that word. Porn. Uh, it's great to learn, like, it's great to kind of use it, I mean, to, like, learn new, tr like, techniques, I guess. I'm not going to say, like, tricks. Techniques and positions, I'd say, are, like, the only thing that you should take from porn. If you are inexperienced in, like, thinking about doing it, I would, don't honestly ever think that porn is real because it's not. Like, no situation where you're being filmed having sex is going to be real. <laughs> Those guys are really good at acting. So don't look there for advice, but techniques and like position. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say advice because that's kind of what you're doing, but just don't put that in your mind as the expectation because you will be very disappointed. <laughs> um, let's get into this segment called the root of all shelves. If you've listened to the previous episodes, you're going to know that this is where I talk about personal experiences. Um, this kind of makes me a little bit nervous because I never share like personal stuff. I have no problem talking about just like the stuff in general, but personal, I am going to just be honest with you guys. I don't have any like embarrassing stories or like juicy, like tea to tell you about my experiences. I'm just going to tell you where like my confidence came from in the bedroom. At least try to. I... I think for women especially, and, and men too, women and men, that quote that's like, if you can't, if you can't love yourself, then how are you going to love somebody else kind of thing? If you are super uncomfortable with your own physical appearance and your body image, that is going to affect you in the bedroom. That's a totally real thing. It happened to me for a very long time. I just didn't feel comfortable being like literally butt ass naked in front of another human being. <laughs> it's a very um, intimidating experience, but obviously everybody starts inexperienced and then you learn from there. I noticed a huge difference in myself when I like really started loving my body and thinking, you know, like I am beautiful, like I am confident, I have a lot to offer. And I think for me personally, I, because I never shared this stuff so publicly, I always just kind of had it like in my back pocket, like I'm trying to think, like, like having an alter ego. I say that all the time. If you know me, my alter ego, her name is Cherry. Um, I love, I love heels dancing. Dancing in heels gives me so much power. And I just think that all bodies are beautiful. Throw a pair of heels on, 10 times sexier. Confidence, 1,000 times sexier. Just, I took so long, like, exploring my own body and like figuring out the things that I really loved about myself and when it comes to the bedroom I can like kind of pull those things out of my back pocket and be like "Ooh, surprise but you didn't know this like just just kind of things like that even when it comes to I'm gonna say like tattoos I find I have um, some things that a lot of people don't obviously see on my body all the time and I like to know that I have, like, a secret. Like, what's that commercial? Like, what's your secret? That's how it should be. You don't want to give too much um, too much information. Like, say you're, you're just starting to talk to um, 
like a new guy or girl and things are getting a little bit heated, don't share too much because there's something about like the build. And I mean, it's different for everybody else, but this is just how I feel. Uh, there's something about like a buildup. You can drop like subtle, subtle hints here and there, but you never want to like full disclosure, share everything because surprises in the bedroom, you guys, those hit different, like especially when you're in the bedroom. Um, this one, this one's for all my ladies. I'm exposing myself so fucking hard right now and oh, I don't even care. I love it. I'm doing this for you guys. So ladies, I'm going to say one word and one word only lingerie. I said it. Lingerie. Wear lingerie. And you know what? Who, you know who you're wearing this lingerie for? Nobody but yourself. I do not put on a matching bra set for anybody other than myself. If I feel, if I'm going out somewhere and I have this like brand new matching bra set, super cute, and then I put an outfit over top of it. I'm going out that night and I know that I look fire underneath these clothes. Nobody else knows that. It's like, it's literally walking around with a secret. Like not like a, it's like a dirty little secret. <laughs> I hate that I just said that, but it's so true. And I think at least for me in the past, I've had a lot of friends at least try it. It does make some people uncomfortable and that's totally fine. It's just not your thing, but just try it. Like it makes... It really does make such a difference and you'll be surprised on your confidence level, uh, especially when it comes down to say you are wearing something super, super risque under your clothes and you're out. Say you get lucky, things lead up to something. That's a surprise right there, right off the bat. Hello, she's wearing a matching set. Yes, you don't wear that for men, but... They love that shit. They love, like, un it's like unwrapping a gift. Don't you just, like, well, for me, uh, gifts make me very uncomfortable, but if you love getting gifts and, like, opening, and, like, unwrapping, like, a really nice gift, make yourself a gift. You are a gift to be unwrapped and <laughs> No, that's, I'm not going to say that. We're going to stop that right there. Yes, lingerie. Wear it. Try it. You can buy so many different kinds of lingerie nowadays that there's like there's definitely something out there for everybody there there's lingerie that fits all shapes and sizes and I love that because for the longest time there was only things made for specific body types and I would try some stuff on thinking it would make me feel good I would buy it and I would be wearing it and the whole time I'd be like oh god like I'm so uncomfortable and I don't know, but like you definitely make sure you feel comfortable in it because there's that really kind of defeats the purpose of wearing it if you don't feel comfortable in what you're wearing. Um, so yeah, just like try it out and you don't have to tell anybody about it. Nobody's going to know unless you like happen to get lucky, but try it because it's fun. <laughs> um, what else do we want to talk about? Okay, so as of right now, I'm only going to talk about a handful of things in this episode um, because, one, this is my first time doing this and I'm still getting comfortable with just the podcast in general, 
So this is definitely like a next step for me, but I really love to challenge myself, which is why I'm doing it. And you guys wanted to see this, so I'm, I'm here for you. I really need to recommend the Call Her Daddy podcast if you're a little bit of a freak. This podcast is for men and women. They give you advice, tips, tricks, just like no shame. They talk about everything and anything. I want to get to that point one day, but for me personally, I'm not fully there yet. I'm not ready to share all of that stuff with you guys because I'm still being very, very cautious about what I say. (laughs) Uh, We'll get there though. It'll just take me some time. But I have a couple questions. I forgot to do the questions in the last episode, but I, I pro- I'm going to do these ones. So I had a couple people ask me questions on Instagram. I wanted to do like a little Q&A. So I just got a few of them here. Uh, the first question is thoughts on Tinder and Bumble. I personally have never done online dating or I don't even think I, have, I don't even know how Tinder works, but I think it's great. I have met so many people that are very, very happy in their relationship and they met on Bumble or Tinder. I think Bumble is like popular right now, but I I even know people that have gotten married off of Tinder and Bumble. I think there's no shame in dating online. You can put a yourself into a category and pretty much say exactly what you're looking for and what you're not looking for assuming these apps are all the same and you could you can like find your partner for life so I think if you're struggling with finding someone or you want to start dating I would definitely say try out bum I feel like just from what I've heard I feel like tinder's just kind of like the app you do like when you're like want to hook up with someone which I think for me personally and I'm not judging if you if you do that everybody to each their own I'm just not like that but I think that's like kind of scary because you really don't know that person I mean it's the same as like online dating but it's different when you're like specifically going to like hook up I guess so just be careful if you do decide to use that but Bumble yeah I've heard really great things about that so that's how I feel about those. Um, the next question, best thing a guy or girl has ever done to you in bed? Ooh, this one is juicy. Okay, let me think about it. I think I'm not going to give you a specific scenario. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to break it down for you. I think I take my best experiences when the person that I'm sharing an uh, intimate a moment with puts me first. I think that's so attractive when, like, your partner knows exactly what's, like, they have no, they're confident. There we go. When my best sexual experiences come from when my partner is super confident in what they're doing and they're there to please me. Um, Everybody, everybody has different ways of looking at it. Some people don't like to have pleasure. Some people love to give pleasure. Um... But yeah, I think my best experience would have to be when I definitely felt like my partner was 100% like confident and was like taking the reins on the situation. I find that so attractive about people. Uh, the next question, best relationship. Hmm. I, <laughs> I kind of hate this question. I've only had two relationships, but um, my first relationship was absolute trash So, obviously, my second relationship was my best relationship. I think it's super special when you find somebody that shares a lot of the same uh, qualities as you. And that's, like, super 
awesome to come by in life, and I think you should always appreciate uh, finding someone like that, whether it be, like, a relationship or, like, a friendship. Like, hold on to the people that that you feel, like, really get you, if that makes sense. <laughs> but, like, on the topic of relationships, I think it's super important to know when you're being loved by your partner and when you're just being like admired by someone I think it's very uh a very fine line and people can be very very tricky about how they truly feel if they're using you for the wrong reasons so pay very very close attention to if you feel like your partner is really loving you and that's why I feel like my second relationship was definitely the best one and obviously you know who you are so yeah um next question Socks on or socks off? <laughs> I'm fucking dead. That is so funny. Uh, socks off. I think you're a little crazy if you keep your socks on. Yeah, I don't know about socks off for sure. Um, but that's all the questions. Thank you to the people that asked me questions because I love getting questions. I feel like I talked super fucking fast at the beginning of this video. I think my adrenaline was pumping and I was like nervous. So that's why if I was talking fast, I'm so sorry. I can't help myself. But I think that's kind of like all the, the juicy stuff I kind of wanted to touch base on. Uh, yeah, let's get into the quote of the day. This one is by the one and only Extina. Yes. I, she says, I think women are sensual, beautiful beings, and I feel empowered when I express myself sexually. Christina Aguilera. Oh, what a queen. She's so right. If it, you are a confident human being, at least if you think you're confident, there is a whole nother level of confidence and empowerment when you are confident in the bedroom when you are comfortable in the bedroom you're gonna be you're opening up the floodgates to a whole nother universe when you feel in like embrace your sexuality you guys don't ever hide that like I said before having like a dirty little secret is super super uh what's the word I'm looking for it just makes you feel a type of way when like you know you have a dirty little secret <laughs> This is so weird, but yeah, if you know you have, like, a dirty little secret, if you know you're, like, a freak in the sheets, but, like, on the surface and, like, in public, you're super, like, down-to-earth, like, chill, like, sweetheart, you're gonna take a lot of people by surprise, and that gives you a big sense of empowerment, and I think, from experience at least, that is definitely one of, like, the best feelings is knowing that you have, like, something to offer that nobody else knows you know what I mean like those people that you're sharing that intimate moment with are like that and the other thing that I just want to say is that I have a different standpoint than a lot of people when it comes to sexual intercourse and that's totally fine not everybody shares the same beliefs but I personally feel like that moment is more special when you're with somebody that you're comfortable with and you're gonna obviously remember it <laughs> it's it's very if you want to take the right steps to getting more comfortable and confident in the bedroom I would recommend 
ex- like testing these things out with somebody that you are comfortable with. You could, I mean, you could try it with a bunch of one night stands if you really wanted to. And the other thing is I'm not telling you to go out and do this. So please don't say that I am. <laughs> but yeah, just focus on, focus on what makes you comfortable. Don't feel pressured into finishing early or pleasing your partner if you don't like something you don't fucking like something you say it and that goes for so many fucking situations just always know that you have control to say and do whatever you want to do and that goes for my men and women I'm definitely gonna have another episode like this I feel like this was just a super brief at least what I could talk about at the moment But I am 1,000% going to have a guest on here, and one of my girlfriends and I have the best conversations about this stuff. It's a little bit easier for me to sit down and talk about this stuff when I'm talking to somebody, uh, because people ask you questions, right, obviously, and it's easier for me to talk about more things in detail if I have questions coming at me. So, I mean, look forward to that. If you like this episode and you want to see more of it, I will definitely be having a guest on here and we will talk about that. It'll be like next level shit. So if you liked this episode, you're going to love that episode. But I think that brings us to the end. I kind of got, yeah, I went through everything super fast, but let's cheers because that's how we finish every fucking episode. Um, It's three o'clock in the afternoon and I'm having a glass of wine because... Uh, who cares? Not me. It's Saturday. We're we're cheersing to evolving as per usual. Thank you guys for being here. Um, I am so thankful I have this platform to share all of these things with you guys, even though they are super personal. But I don't have a fear of being judged, so I have no shame in putting this out there. And I can't wait to see what you guys have to say about it. I love feedback, so feel free to message me, ask me questions. Follow me on all my social medias, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.